1: Welcome to the weekly which is uh, typically a little bit further down the week given that we've got a side derby coming up and we've got bag fulls of content that we've done earlier this week with Matt and Les uh, and I know Pete's doing more bits and pieces for us as well. Um, if, I, I'm trying not to sound depressed about this because, you know, we won last week, didn't we, against Bournemouth? Uh, we won, uh, the the women's team won at Anfield as well. I mean, uh, I've got Sai and I've got Pete with me here. Um, come to you first, Sai. Do you do you feel any op- more optimistic about going to Anfield than you normally do?
2: Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was, I was I was I was thinking about this before. There. I was like I was in the shower before and I was thinking this. The, these are the type of questions that um, that's obviously going to get asked. And yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean. Obviously. <sighs> so I mean, obviously, like since um, I guess since we've got. Better in the team, and we've had Calvert Lewin back. We've looked a little bit of a different prospect to um, to what we did right at the beginning of the season. I think, um, I, I think our I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't say our seasons turned around, but I, I, I'd say I'm feeling a little bit better than I was sort of like before we had no strike, you know, before we had Mope in the team, just mopey in the team. Do you know what I mean? So, but. And and I know that um, when coming up to the weekend, I know they concede and we create chances. However, all that aside, you, like we could be going in to the to to an Anfield derby, having like an invincible esque season. And I and I don't know what it is. It's it, it just it it's 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 a it's a it's not a happy hunting ground. It's like. Mm-hmm. There is there is a hoodoo do on the place, and I, I, I don't know, you know, I've I've supported Everton, you know, all my life. I've you know I've been going I've been going to watch the matches since the early nineties, um, and and I, I think out of all the, the the times that we've gone to Anfield, there's only probably about four or five in in in, in those in the years that I can say that we've given it a fairly good account of ourselves, and and you know probably should have come away with. You know, a, a result, or you know, where we did come away with, with with the results. Every every other time, it's 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 just like business as usual. It's you know, we go in, we let the we, we let the we let the uh, occasion get the better of us, and you know, we never play, we never play the game, we never play to our strengths. Yeah. Or Very rarely we do anyway. You know, the last time, obviously, the last time was you know uh, two two years ago under Ancelotti, Um but it's it's it, it's you know. It just seems it's like a groundhog day when we play Liverpool and it's mm. not just at Anfield. Obviously we we you know, we have our issues against them at Goodison as well, but maybe not as 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 bad uh at, at Anfield. But it does seem very like groundhog day ish and you know, um we like like I say, we could have we, we could be coming off the back of like an invincible esque season and, and you know it's would still be you you concerned about going to manfield because we never give a, a really give a good account of ourselves mm. um so yeah i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not confident going into the the match um despite despite the fact that I think that they're not great defensively um i'm i'm you know we're a little bit better going forward than what we were i, th- I just think it's it's you know it's it's <laughs> i'm not a better man but if I was i'd I put
1: yeah. my money on 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 the show. I be I behind the couch. Um, conversely, <laughs> probably talking to the most optimistic Everton person that I've ever met in my life here with Pete. Um, <laughs> obviously, you you were sitting on the cop last week, weren't you? Seeing a magnificent win for the women's team. Um, well, a pretty familiar win for the women's team when they go to uh, Anfield, thankfully. Um, is this are you feel? I, I mean, I'd, I I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I would like to think. Well, I say, like to think I would. Uh, I I'd expect to think that you've got uh, a more positive view than si there. And before you before you carry on there, I'm much more leading to what I si said there. Um, <laughs> just because of the place we, we we I mean, look, even the last time we won there, like you said, it was a few just a couple of years ago. That none of our fans are in there because it was covered. I mean, if, if there's not a sign that it's the ultimate worst place and who do on a football club going to an away game. Then there's not much more than that that can explain it, really, is there?
0: Yeah, well, that's it. First of all, yeah, I'm still kind of riding the wave of of uh, last weekend's, yeah, you know, you know, win win by by our girls. It was a, a another great performance from them. I'm getting used to seeing good performances for, from our women's team when we go to <coughs> Anfield. That's hmm. you know, that's three on the bounce. Three times we've gone there and we've won all three. So, and conversely, you know, on the on the other end of the scale, I've never actually been in Anfield in person to see. You know the men's team win, I've never seen it, so it's um, it, it is such a strange thing. I've gone into I'm, I've gone into like Darby's before in the past where I've actually felt confidence, which is always a bad thing for the Evertonians, mm. <laughs> letting confidence uh seep in. Um, it, that's not the case for this weekend for me, to be honest with you. I think if I mean, I, although I do feel that we we may have turned a bit of a corner, um, barring the Luton game, obviously that was a you know terrible sort of 15 20 minutes for us. I think that we are playing a lot better. We, now we've got a focal point up front. Now that we are, we have people who can potentially put away those chances. I think Jack Harrison's been a big positive for us. Mm. Getting Dwight McNeil back in the side is a big positive for us. Dominic Calvert-Lewin back to what looks like full fitness now as well is a huge bonus for us. But it's just going to that place. I hate it. I, I, I absolutely despise it. I was there last weekend and honestly, I felt dirty all week, Dave. I've, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, three showers a day and all that sort of thing to try and get the stench of the <laughs> clap off me. Um, it was it was actually weird to be honest with you actually being stood on there because it was probably the first time in a long time where there was a, there was a good number of scouts on there so it was uh, <laughs> you know it was a, it was a good day uh, yeah it was a good day as say started off um there's, a, there's actually a photo of me going around where I have this look of absolute utter disgust and disdain on my face <laughs> um I was a lot happier by full-time but let's hope that it's it's the same tomorrow <laughs> but yeah it's' It's it's hard to be it's hard to be overly optimistic. As I say, I've gone into you know into Anfield derbies in the past where actually Evan have been the form side and we've been playing really great football. Like when we've had Lukaku and we've been scoring loads of goals and we've gone there and frozen. So I, I just hope that the players can put in a performance tomorrow and and hopefully go toe to toe with them, get in the faces, and, yeah. and don't just sit back and, and and you know wait to be <laughs> wait to be saved our usual loss.
1: Well, you spot on with that, and and I think si hinted into that as well. It's when you go there, and and it's an horrible thing to say, isn't it? It's a, it's a hard thing for many clubs to admit, but we do absolutely bottle it when we go there. This this time though, say si, it's um, I, I'm hesitant to say it'll be a lot different, but Sean Dice has gone there before with Burnley and got a result. Um, if there's if there's any manager within football that knows how to go somewhere and absolutely stink a game. Um and and just make it like the worst game of football to watch. I'd go as far as saying that Sean Dice should be the top of that list.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, possibly. You um,
1: hard to watch at Anfield sometimes, is not he? <laughs> yeah.
2: But I mean, I'll I, I take. I, I don't. I don't care what kind of football is on show, as long as we we're we picking the points and we're getting the win. And um and, and people put it quite well before, about like. The performances and giving a good account of ourselves, and to be honest with you, you know, if if our lot, if our lot tomorrow is to is to go and get beat, as long as we go and give a good account of ourselves and like, and and as Pete says, don't roll over and hand them the the their annual three points against Everton. Then you know I'll I'll take something from that game because don't get me wrong, Anfield's a tough place to go to at the best of times. You know you could be. Uh, Ever Everton in you know the wrong end of the table or City or Arsenal, any team that goes to Anfield is going to struggle and, and and is going to have concerns. So, you know what what I'm looking for to tomorrow is is um, is a good performance where you know we go and play to our strengths and we try and you know put our game on against them rather than you know just reacting to to Liverpool football. You know what I mean? It's it, what I want to see is like, well, for want of a better word, you know, fight in 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 the in a team, and it's 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 very rare that we we see that. We, we, sometimes when we do go to on-field, it's like we're rabbits the the mm. and caught in a headlights, and we never get going and we never get our football going. And you know if if um, you know if if they, they goes there tomorrow and 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 sets out a game plan and we stick to it and we're rigid to it. And and you know, we, we, we try and make it work. If we get if we if we're beat by the better team on the day, then of course it's gonna hurt, you know, it's gonna it's gonna you know piss us all off, but at least we can go, yeah, but we went, you know, how often have we gone to Anfield and said, Yeah, we're giving a good account of ourselves there. The only thing is, is is is, is, is I'd say sort of that like um t- like it team to be tough to beat, that tenacity and stuff like that. i have not really seeing it from a Sean Dyche, Everton. Yet, don't like my expectations of what Sean Dyche as a manager um, would have been before he came. You know, a uh, Sean Dyche everton would have been before he came in uh, last year, um, or oh, sorry, earlier in the year. It's not really, it's, I, I don't see it. I don't see it, a team tough to beat. I don't see him, you know, seeing a team that's really, you know, uh, solid or uh, uh, hard to break down defensively. Um, you know, going to these places, a bit like, you know, um, Moyes was in the early early years of at Everton, you know, uh, defensive backs to the walls and hit hit them on the break and you know coming away with a one nil or a two nil victory. I don't really see it. like that's what my sort of expectations of a Sean Dyche Everton were going to be, and I don't really have not seen that and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I still don't don't really see uh, an identity um, in 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 our team. You know, I can't really say this is the style of football that we play. It's just it's it's quite vanilla at the moment, so I don't know if that's going to come later on, down you know in in, in reign or whatever, or you know if if we're going to continue down the same path. But um, that's the only that that's my only concern going into to, to, tomorrow about like the performance and stuff like that, and and just that like the fact that we haven't really demonstrated that we're a tough 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 nut to crack previously.
0: Would you agree with that, Pete? Yeah I mean one of the performances that always sticks in my mind in terms of just grinding out the results and not necessarily put, you know making a stamp on the game at Anfield was the one I think it was under Allardyce when we um when we got a I think Rooney scored the last like sort of a late penalty to get a 1-1 draw That's
1: right that was and under remember, Allardyce wasn't it
0: Yeah and I just remember coming out of the Anfield road and then walking through well you know <laughs> bouncing through Stanley Park and you know, we never touched the ball. We play, We threw the shite on a Sunday night and never touched the ball. I think we had about 12% possession, but somehow managed to get something out of the game. And I think, yeah, I mean, what's I saying there about, about in terms of the type of team that I thought we would be under Sean Dyche, that, that sort of hard to break down, ultra defensive. I just, I don't think we, we have ended up being that type of side. So it'll be interesting how we do set up tomorrow. What I don't want to see is like against Arsenal, Although, to be fair, against Arsenal, we, we lost 1-0. A lot of teams will probably get played completely and utterly you know, annihilated by Arsenal this season. We only lost 1-0. I'd hate to be sat here tomorrow and, and in that same position where I'm so disappointed that we just haven't given anything in a sense of going forward. So I think it, it, it's about mixing it up. Also worth bearing in mind is that sometimes Everton look the most dangerous when we are on the counter-attack. We do counter-attack pretty well. We saw it against Brighton last season, away from home, with that incredible result. Um, I sometimes feel that with certain players in that side, we can actually hit teams on the break. So maybe it will be a case of soaking up as much pressure as possible, trying to keep that clean sheet for as long as possible and potentially hitting them on the break. Um, You know, it it, it is a difficult one, you know, Again, it depends on what sort of formation he plays and who he plays. Whether he brings Garner Gay back in, because I think Garner Gay, uh, he has his games for me. Where you probably is tomorrow, maybe the type of game that you'd want him in there. But having said that, James Garner in the middle has been an outstanding was an outstanding performer against Bournemouth, and I feel that our Field is a lot more balanced when you've got James Garner in the middle as opposed to Garner Gay. Um, but having said that, I wouldn't be surprised if Dice did throw Garner Gay back in. Because he can, you know, do the breaking up the play and all that sort of thing. Um, it, it, it's going to be an interesting one, but certainly, I mean, you know, we we all know that the type of quality that that they do have, unfortunately, in their side. So, you know, we're going to have to be a, a very our very best to keep them out. But yeah, the other thing to bear in mind as well is is that they are shaky at the back, and we can hurt them if we have the confidence in ourselves to actually go at them, and and you know, put them under pressure. They're not the same Liverpool. They don't have this. That that back line isn't as solid as it, as it used to be. Um. So it, you know, it's it, it is an interesting one. It's it's um. But for me, as I say, it's all about not letting an early goal go in, keeping our heads, let the atmosphere die down a bit because they will be coming out the traps. We just need to ride that storm and and then hopefully we can then you know start making our stamp in the game. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly.
1: when we go there sometimes, um, I, I think that they preform sort of, it, it, it's sort of, it, it's there before the game starts for us. And there's a lot of thought to go through that. It's been the mental side of it. I think all, all three of us would agree that the mental side of this football club, our football club, um, I think that's sort of the theme of what we've spoken about since we started that we have ourselves beaten before we actually arrived there. I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued with, with the, with Dice CSI, um, because I I don't get the impression with him even though like we've we've had a pretty well a really poor start to the season. little things seem to be getting somewhat better win away at Brentford, win a home to Bournemouth, starting to slowly climb the table. I think if you put that to one side and see what dice talks about every week on his press conferences there's a there's a lot of uh, motivation towards the attitudes of players and he's he, I mean it's quite boring what he ends up talking about and it tends to be exactly the same. But when you take that in just the individual context of a, of a Premier League game at Anfield, um, that is the kind of thing I think might well embrace a lot of our players, thinking that, well, do you know what? We should go there and try and enjoy this. Maybe not enjoy it, enjoys the wrong way. But we should go there and, and th- try and thrive at one of the most intimidating grounds that there is in, in football, as sad as it is to say. And also, I mean, you look at their season so far, it's not being what you typically uh, feel when you go to Anfield, is it? They haven't been invincible like they have been in seasons gone by. Um, the year they won the league, for example, it it's not that Liverpool, is it? Or am I, or am I just tempting fate with that?
2: Uh, no, I think I think it's fair to say that like uh, I think they've started better than than what I thought they would do. In all honesty, um, but they they do have the frailties. And, and that's, you know, that's something that teams have to capitalise on and that's something that we have to capitalise on. Mm. Um, so, and so, and that's, you know, that's that's the game, isn't it? That That's essentially, you know, Dice's job when he goes tomorrow is to set us up in a way that takes advantage of their frailties. But Klopp's doing exactly the same. You know, he'll be looking at us, you know, in, 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 and, and analysing our, our frailties as well and, and, and you know, they have the home field advantage. So, you know, we have to factor that in. But I think it like as Pete says, if you go in, if you like, you know, keep a clean sheet for the, you know, as long as as long as you can and and, and try and kill a kill a crowd and you know, maybe have this a little, little bit of that like anti-football sort of thing. And, you know, park the buses, Mourinho, you know, famously did a couple of years ago, um, and frustrate the crowd and 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 then you know when the, the team starts to get desperate they sort of like start playing into our hands but it, it is um it a lot of it is psychological as as you as you alluded to there before and I, I don't know it's it's really been hard to kind of pinpoint where the issue has been in in that psychology of of how we approach the game because you know it, over the years we've had it, you know, lots of managers come. You know, come and have a crack at Anfield, and you know we had Martinez. He really, you know, played an open and expansive uh, approach. In, yeah, in like Anfield, Silver as game. well.
1: Silver did the same. Yeah, that I, was
2: the last game, wasn't it? As well. Yeah, i I'm, I'm certainly in. In Martinez's, you know, we 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 got absolutely turned over, and yeah, it's it it's really it really is. You know, um, a fine line between sort of. Being aware of the game and what it means to the fan base, but also not playing the occasion and not getting pulled into all that sort of, you know, the 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 circus that comes with a you know with a amazing side <laughs> Barbie build, um, and you know, I, I think maybe what you were saying as well about you know the 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 changes that Dice has made, and you know a lot of what he says in the press conferences can be. You know about uh, attitudes and stuff like that can be a little bit boring, and you know maybe that's not such a, a bad thing to be honest with you. If if it's something that you know is being drilled into the players every day, you know that will that will start to stick. You know if the if the players buy into sort of his outlook, you know his his approach, that will that will start to stick, and maybe that is you know maybe we're we're expecting a little bit too much from. Anyone, anyone really? I think you know we've seen the, the the troubles that we've had over the last ten years. I'd say with different managers coming in with different play styles and philosophies, and um, and we've really you know struggled to adapt when you know those managers have have gone, and and it's kind of led us to be in the situation that we're in, and and you know I think Ancelotti is obviously you need to put him aside because he, you know, he's a world-class manager and he's he, he done excellent with us but everyone else that's come in has, has, has really struggled and maybe we're like you know our our expectations are you know when when a manager comes in that's it that's the, the corner's turn and, and you know we'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh, bomb on now but that's not been the case and maybe you know our expectations need to be lowered a little bit and what we're seeing with Daesh is baby steps little mm. steps going forward so the derby tomorrow might actually be a really good indicator as to, you know, how we, how, where we've come in the last, um you know, when was when that, when was our last game against them at Anfield, you know, it, you know, it's a bit, it, it it should be a good indicator to see, you know, what, what the, the kind of sort of philosophies that he's instilled and, in, in the players. And, and we'll see whether they, you know, whether the occasion does get the, the better of them. Just
1: before we finish, well, what couple of things to mention just before we finish, but the next thing with this derby, how, how do you set this up, Pete? Um, is it batting down the hatches? Is it get our 10 outfield players behind the ball as soon as we possibly can and maybe try and hoof one up and, and, and try and, uh, don't know, nick them over uh, a long ball or in a set piece? Because that traditionally, let, let, let's be honest, and it's a really sad thing to say, but that seems to be what we've had to revert to in order to not let them completely rip us apart. Because when you've got players still, Salah's there. they um, have got players who can still do that. they have got a couple of new kids as well who look really exciting for them, uh, as painful as it is to say. Do you, do you start as defensively as possible? Five at the back, um, you know, a of defensive midfield players and maybe Calvert-Lewin up front on his own, try and hoof it up to him and maybe get one of the lads close to him, like a Harrison or a Decore. Who he's played um, as a ten on most occasions. Um, is, is that the only thing we can hope for here?
0: I mean, I, pe- I personally wouldn't go for the five at the back. It's, I'd still go for go for a back four. Um, but I think that the game as as has in most games is won and lost in midfield. And I think that midfield area is is vital for us. I, I, as I say, I personally wouldn't change that midfield. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take James Garner out of that middle because I just think... I think Amadou Nana has got a big, 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 big task ahead of him tomorrow. Um, and, and I think with that extra responsibility, I think we've seen the best of him. I, I, you know, there's been a lot of times since he signed last season that Amadou Nana is, is flattered to deceive, but I think... You know what,
1: being... Peter, just before you finish on him, um, and, and sorry to interrupt you on him, but I I mean, I've had... um, He's been like, man, I for me personally but I've had a lot of criticism when I've said this on social media but also a lot of people have supported what I said. I don't know what you guys think of him but just on your first beat with him. Um I I think he's flattered to deceive. I I think it's very easy when a club buys a player for almost a the record transfer fee um and he comes in and when he when he does a decent pass it's like you rave what he's done much more than you would if anybody else did it if you get what I mean. People are desperate for him to to to, to play that well, to perform that well, to do individual um, inspirational things during a game. And I just don't see it from him. Uh, I've yet to see it from him. I can see talent in him. But when I'm starting, when I'm sitting there thinking, wow, the best game I've seen in players for Belgium against Azerbaijan, you know, what, 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 are we look, what are we looking at here? And then also the other thing to add to that is look at the team in which he's trying to succeed at. There's a little bit of that that goes into him not being able to perform as well, as well as he wants. He's a bit of an enigma to me at the moment. What What are your yeah. thoughts on him?
0: Well, I'd agree with that, but I, th- I think what one of the th- the one thing I would say is that the best performances I've seen from Amadou Onana is when Garner Gay isn't on the pitch. I almost feel that those two just trip over each other's feet, I think they get in the way of each other. I think I think Onana yeah. always seems unclear as to what his role exactly is when Garner Gay is on the pitch because I just think that Garner is, I mean, he. he- he, we all know that his deficiencies in terms of when he's when he's actually got possession of the football. He's very good at breaking up play. He will play the simple pass, but the amount of times you see him caught in possession or he, he has that lapse in concentration and yeah. he gives the ball away in a really dangerous area. I actually think that Amadou Onana performs a lot better when he's given that extra responsibility playing just in front of the back four, where he can play as, as a box-to-box rather than Almost being like another player in the middle without a specified role. So, I, so as I say, if Garnier doesn't play tomorrow, Amadou Onana has got a huge role to play tomorrow. And if he can step up, and if he wants to go to the very top, and if he sees himself as you know a potential world class player, and we keep hearing this thing about how he's you know he's he's this that the other. Well, I want to see. He's got to prove it and he's got to step up in games like tomorrow. There's a lad who plays for Liverpool now with the number eight on his back whose name I can't even I can't even begin to pronounce, who's absolutely flying. What's his name? So I can't even remember his, I can't even say his name. But anyway. Yeah, it um, begins with an S yeah, and it's dead long. And I can't I, I, I cannot say his name. So it him. Amadonar has got to do a job on him tomorrow. Um, because I think that's where that's where the game is won and lost. Um, we obviously know about Liverpool's attacking attacking quality, but I think Everton, as I say, as as much as I'd love to say we should go out and just attack them, we've seen in the past that doing that is so naive and it can really open us up at the back, and I just don't don't see that being the right way forward. As I say, I see our best chance, and I don't mean just sit back and look and lump it for the whole game. Try and get on the ball when we can but it is all about just keeping it tight and trying to hit them on the break. Um, but as I say, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm a bit more confident in being able to play that way now that we've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin, now we've got Jack Harrison, and now we've got uh, Dwight McNeil, because mm. we know that those three in particular have got a goal in them for one, but also they can, they, can, they can counter very quickly. They can get the ball up the pitch. We don't necessarily have to just lump it they will be able to carry the ball and they will be able to cause problems on the counter mm. attack. So, it's um, it, it's an interesting one. It'd be interesting to see what he does at right back as well, because I feel that Ashley Young has been has been found out a lot this season so yeah. far. Um, you see, he they can't
1: Pat take a set piece, you know, that or the corner.
0: Well, yeah, he's definitely off set pieces, <laughs> isn't he? So, um, but again, I think that would be an area that Liverpool will try and will try and no. uh, exploit. Um, I think a lot of their play will be coming down our right hand side, their left hand side, I think. Yeah. That is a crucial area for us as well. Yeah. So S- yeah. S- S- a will be rubbing his hands there, won't he? Yeah, well, uh, even if he I mean they've got is it that Diaz as well, who's a he's a yeah. dangerous player, um Gakpo as well. He's a McAllister as
1: well.
0: Yeah. McAllister, yeah. Again, again, it's it's all about how we deal with them. And then how we then how we then counter that? Um, I don't think we can go there and expect to to dominate possession or dominate the game, but or but but certainly there are things we can do to counter it to frustrate them, and then hopefully you know with them on the break or get you know play off set pieces and things like that. Basically, just like a traditional event performance, but hopefully we'll get a win this time.
1: Jay, <laughs> so, a quick couple of minutes left. Mate, do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, uh,
2: especially about um. An honor as well. I think it's 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 some really really valid points uh, about you know where it, where where he fits in the team. I think I think what's been overlooked as well is is how you accommodate James Garner in there? Yeah. Um. And because obviously when we've had Garner Gay and an, an honor in the middle, uh, James Garner's kind of been utilized on you know out wide a little bit, and that's not nice. really the best. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when when you have you know when you have a sort of like a central midfield pair in the middle, um, and not like your, your dogs of war. There's an mm. expectation of mm. one of them being a bit more creative, and and if you know if Garner being you know that ultra defensive player, uh, an not You know the the sort of the responsibility of the creativity has gone to an honor. and and that doesn't seem to be his game. As as Pete said there, you know it, it, he's he seems to be thrive a little bit more. When he has more of a defensive responsibilities, and that I, you know, that I kind of thought that that was his game when he did originally come to us. And um, so bringing James Garner into the midfield because we do lack creativity. Uh, you know, as much as you know the XG says that you know we create uh, opportunities, I still think that you know we're, we still tend to be you know very one or two dimensionally you know hmm. going forward, and we, we've not really had a player for a while. Put the foot on the ball and pick up passes, but James Garner has been like you know since he's come back from injury, he's been excellent, and certainly in the last in the you know this season in the last few games, he he's really grown and grown it, and and I, I think you, you know we need to start looking at players like him and going right, we we you know you know we can't use him out on the on the on the on the wings, let's you know he's not a jack of all trades, we need to be almost not I'm not going to say like building a squad around him, but. You know, we need to start accommodating these players in their best roles rather than saying, how oh, can you just go and do a job on the right wing for us? You know, on a co- consistent basis. You no, know, the odd time here or there, if he needs to fill in, you know, for substitution, injury, whatever, suspension, that's fine. But, you know, our, our best performances tend to be, I think, when he's in the centre and he's creating opportunities.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think with both of you there, it's, um, it, it's going there with trepidation, isn't it? Because um, on the one hand, every time I've felt in, in the last few years is just don't go there and humiliate yourself, which <clears> you <throat> have done for most of the time. But, you know, it's like you go there and get in the little, little draw, you frustrate them. I think the joy you take from it, sadly, is, well, you've pissed them off more than we are. Um, and it's <laughs> it, it still feels very much that. I'm not going to ask you lads for predictions here because... Uh, we could embarrass all of ourselves in that, couldn't we? But um, let's hope for well, at, at least not coming away from uh, from that dreaded place with a loss and hope we continue the momentum that we started getting against Bournemouth as we uh, continue our season. Thanks so much for uh, chatting on this site and Pete. Cheers,
2: Dave. All right,
1: nice and then, Cheers, no doubt, Dave. we'll have We'll have post-match after that. We will also have mailbag as well, which hopefully... Keeps everyone with a smiley face before they go over to Anfield at half twelve on Saturday afternoon. Thanks for speaking to us and up the toffees.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.